Hi, it's Christopher. Please join our Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash exoplanetary. Any amount helps. After I post this, I'm getting started on our second mini-episode featuring Curtis Anderson as Todd the Toaster. What other characters would you like to have us do mini-episodes about? Let me know. If you can't afford to support us, please tell your friends about us. You can direct them to us on Facebook, Instagram, both at exoplanetary, and on Twitter at exoplanetarypod. Or you could tell them to subscribe on their favorite podcatcher. And please rate and review us. We're reading those reviews at the end of each episode. Now, enjoy the show. Be seeing you in the near future. Exoplanetary. The adventures of the space-faring Wolverton family and their friends far in the future. Tonight's episode... Pirates of the Cormorant Nebula. That's right, me hearties. The Hispanola flies under the Jelly Roger. Hoist that sail, me lad. Raise the anchors. Pieces of eight, pieces of eight. You there, yon dour faced swab. Old Barbecue has no time for the idle. Keep on, keep on. <laughs> All in due time, Captain Flint. So, what say you, me bucko? Fill your hands or face a lick of the cat. Now, Captain Silver, you know that you're supposed to give the ship back after the ride is over. Wolverton! Oh, curse me orbs at the sight of ya. I thought I was rid of ya long ago. So long as I'm in exoplanetary land, the, uh, happiest place in the solar system, I'm going to be riding herd on all of the androids, and that includes you pirates. Well, I never back down from a challenge. Take steel, Wolverton. I'll chum the waters with ya. Huh? It'll take more than a cutlass to take me down, Silver. Oh, you parry me at every turn. Not bad for a landlubber. Fifteen years in exoplanetary security services taught me a thing or two about how to... Uh, uh, to defend myself. I know a trick or two myself. Oh, sweet uh, the legs, sweet the legs. Nah. Thanks for the tip, Bertie. Uh, I'm fast, our Captain Flint. You were meant to be my own shipmate. I'll take that cutlass, Silver. Yeah, very well, Wolverton. You're the captain. But pity an old rogue his fantasies. I have a weakness for misadventure on the high seas. No more scaring the guests, Silver. Stick to the script, understand? I do, Captain. Arr, that I do. But the gold <laughs> gets me blood, and I cannot resist. Dracula? Drac, baby, are you here? Oh, Lucy! <laughs> what are you doing here in my haunted house? Did you come in through the hellhound door? There was a skeleton key. Well, there was a skeleton with a key. You told me to look you up when we got back. We went to the planet Earth, narrowly avoided humanity's first intergalactic war, and now we're back. <laughs> and here you are! <laughs> uh, isn't that something? Why are you so surprised, Drac, baby? I thought we might pick up where we left off last time. Uh, 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 and I would love that too, babe, but... Uh... Who? 
is this woman? Husband? S let me at her. Wait. Husband? Uh, what can I say? <laughs> you read the book, you saw the movies, uh, Brides of Dracula. You can't pretend it wasn't mentioned. You didn't mention it to me. S you better not be macking on my man. That's right. Drac is spoken for by both of us. Uh, though I should point out that Dracula traditionally has three brides. What? Hey, take it up with Bram Stoker. Huh? Dracula was a swinger, baby. You want me to become one of your brides? It's a pretty good gig. You hide in a coffin for most of the day and pop out to scare the apple juice out of a few tourists. And the Halloween parades. And the holiday parade. They make us dress up like candy canes for that one. We, we hate, hate the, the holiday parade! parade. This is... It's a lot to take on, Drag. I I should go. Lucy, wait, wait! Come back! We need a fourth for bridge. Lucy? Is everything all right? I'm fine, Ben. I haven't seen you like this in a while. We can talk about it later. We're being hailed. Does this ship look familiar to you? It's registered to EXO, but I don't see it in the logs. It's the Shuttle Conquistador. That's the new luxury craft owned by the Exoplanetary Board of Directors. Ugh, meaning those two awful brothers. I hoped we'd seen the last of them on Earth. Seems like they've finally remembered that they own exoplanetary land. The, the happiest place in, in the, the solar, solar system. system. Whatever they want, it can't be good. Oh, we're being summoned to the Conquistador. Fabulous. Oh, look at that. A perfect docking. Big deal. You used the autopilot. Well, yeah, but I bought the autopilot, and I pushed the buttons. You're a real piece of work, Grant. When I asked you to take me somewhere exotic, I had one of those exoplanets in mind, not your crummy two-bit theme park. Business before pleasure, Constance. Oh, is that the order it goes? You've been giving me the business for years, mister. Can't remember the last time Are I got the... Are we interrupting anything? Ah, Wolverton! So glad to see you back here at Exoplanetary Land. The happiest place in the Can it, Uncle Grant. And who is this charming young woman? Oh, mercy. <laughs> My name is Constance. Such a gentleman. <laughs> I think he meant our niece, darling. Oh. I'm Estelle. Uncle Grant tells me that I have to step up on account my old man is... Uh, family matters shouldn't be discussed with a help, Estelle. It's all right. I don't really care. Oh, you must have seen my exo-talk on apathy for professionals and corporate sociopathy. Can't say that I have. So this is just an orientation for your niece? Oh, it's much more than that. All of our androids seem to be busy, sweetheart. Fix me an old-fashioned, would you? I just... I mean, certainly... Oh. Oh, I almost didn't recognize you. Recognize me? Have we met somewhere before? <laughs> you could say that. I used to see you in the mirror every morning. So, I'm not malfunctioning. You are... I'm very thirsty. 
Of course. I was just curious about, I mean, I, I've heard the rumors. I ought to tell you to mind your own business. You're not supposed to be asking questions. You're supposed to be muddling some sugar and bitters. I'm sorry, but I am curious. Are you in this Wolverton? Are you ever less than professional with him? I don't know what you mean. Actually, I know exactly what you mean, and no, we aren't. Hmm, pity. He's handsome. It's interesting that we're both attracted to him. Here's your drink. Nothing interesting about it, babe. I haven't changed all that much in the years since they based you on me. Nothing that a few nanogenes can't lift and tuck. You're very beautiful. You're exactly what I'd want to look like if I ever became what? Old? No, I was going to say human. <laughs> you just be happy with what you are. Which one are you? Carol? June? Harriet? No. Wilma? I'm Lucy. Of course, Lucy. A perfect housewife with a teensy little wild streak. Exactly what my husband wanted from me. I am more. Ben's taught me that. Wolverton's helping make you feel like a real live girl, huh? <laughs> I haven't felt like that since... He's given me freedom to be something more than my programming. Well, congratulations. The way I feel, I should be the one fixing you a drink. Here's to you, Mrs. Ricardo. Wait, are you serious? We're moving the entire space station? Yes, we're exoporting the whole kit and caboodle. I'll let my junior partner explain. The recent development of the Exoport system has opened every market to unimaginable change and expansion. Unfortunately, that means that many of the potential guests for Exoplanetary Land, the happiest place in the solar system, have left the solar system. So we're essentially moving the park to where the customers are. Think bigger. Much bigger. I'm afraid I'm going to have to defer to you both on this one. My unbridled ambitions largely revolve around dental hygiene and starting a hydroponic vegetable garden someday. Have you spent much time looking at the deeper programming in the station? I haven't, no. Buried among all of those ones and zeros is a protocol exo put in place in case of emergency. Landing functions that would bring the park down to a planet or moon to rebuild itself. We intend to use it to deliberately land on a planet and expand. No more floating around in space. Sounds like a plan. Artificial gravity makes my sciatica act up. No, Wolverton, damn you, think bigger! Why stop with one planet? Why stop with one planetary system? Why stop with one park? Why not put resorts in every system, orbiting highly populated worlds, floating above the wonders of the universe? Offering weary travelers a familiar, friendly place to rest and relax. Good grief. And I imagine this is only part of the plan. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> now, where are the pirates? I'm sorry, did you say pirates? Of course. Who better to pilot the ship into unfriendly waters? Where's the captain? Ahoy there, lass. Me men call me barbecue on account that I were ship's cook. But I'm captain these days. John Silver, ma'am, at your service. Well, if you cook as well as you clean your fingernails, I'm glad I packed my own lunch. Yuck. I'm mainly interested in your skills at the wheel. If she floats, I can guide her, ma'am. Hoist that sail, then. Silver, mizzen the mast. Cool it, Uncle Grant. This is my voyage. The word is given, Captain Silver. I am getting excited about this. My first trip to another solar system. But can the Exoport handle something as large as this entire space station? Well, we're gonna find out. <laughs> Fix me another drink, doll girl. Sure thing. 
Our androids don't make it so well. You did it just right. I ain't trashing your old-fashioned. Steady as she goes, Mr. Hands. Fear not the mighty crackle in the maelstrom ahead. The whale couldn't stomach Jonah, and by the rood, this storm shall ferry us to the promised land. Yo-ho! It's like we're flying into a giant tear in space and time. What happens if we bump into one of those four satellites projecting the portal? What happens? I pour some blue label for everyone, toast the shareholders, and kiss it all goodbye. Quiet, you two. The Conquistador has breached the energy field. Next comes the station. Steady, lads. This be the tightest spot air I encountered, not since I lost me leg. But you didn't actually lose your leg. Didn't I now, army lass? I'll not correct me, benefactor, but thy mind cannot kin the danger the seas hold for both man and mechanism. That nightmare is every bit as real as the uh, jewels in that necklace you wear. Don't get any ideas about my juju, Captain. Keep your eyes on the wheel. That is no concern for you, ma'am. These heavenly bodies be our harbor. Oh, this is it. This is the nebula we saw in our readings. Oh, yon cloud expands like a cormorant, stretching her wings to catch the sun. It's beautiful. You've named it, Silver, the Cormorant Nebula. Now we could begin the dedication ceremony. Open the observation dome. The guests will want to see it all. All who come to this happy place, welcome. Exoplanetary land is your land. Here, sentient beings of every shape, size, and economic class may frolic and experience their greatest adventures, their darkest nightmares, and strangest whims. Here we have many experiences, amusements, reasonably priced eateries, and slightly marked up merchandise. Exoplanetary Land is dedicated to the pursuit of making a reasonable profit on the dreams of the gainfully employed across the galaxy. The hope that it will truly be the happiest place in the universe. Just cut the ribbon, Uncle Grant. I guess they weren't kidding about there being loads of people out here. And not just human people. Here comes... Oh, my word. Um, how do you do? I'm Ben Wolverton. Don't suppose you know what a handshake is. She's actually asking where the restrooms are. Don't worry, I'll respond. <laughs> oh, she said thank you and that she likes your shirt. You're putting me on. Wait, it is a nice shirt. What are these blobby people called? Well, the English approximation is skewish. Squish? No, break it up a bit. Skewish. I guess I didn't realize all the diversity out here. That squish lady looked like a dessert my mother used to make. Have you ever eaten fruit suspended in gelatin? Lucy, I've been looking all over for you. Dracula, I just don't want to talk to you right now. Come back, Lucy! Oh, friend? I don't think so, Frankenstein. When we met, I wasn't entirely forthcoming to Lucy about my personal life. Friend, good? I meant to tell her, but uh, when we first met, our attraction hit us both like a stake to the heart. But now, it seems like my secret life has put out that fire. Fire bad. What do you suggest that I do? Uh, a friend. I knew that you would see it that way, my main monster. <laughs> a friend. 
Hey, Lucy. What's the matter, girl? I, I'm just having a hard day. Oh, that's too bad. Fetch me an old-fashioned. As if this day couldn't get any worse, I find out I'm based on a horrible... A horrible what? Leave me alone. Enjoying the parade, Wolverton? I don't spend much time in the park proper. I prefer to be observing from backstage. That's right. You were with the exosecurity team. Fifteen years. I was much happier when I transferred to Android Resources. Uh, I can see it in your eyes. You, you can't be part of the crowd. You're observing everything around you carefully. You're, you're looking for trouble. You're, you're like a soldier. I used to think of it as being a samurai. I know your record. The Martian attacks, Father Omega. You were amazing. Why the change? Over time, I realized that I would never trust people again. Androids, especially the AI created by Exo, have an innocence to them. They are our creations, but they're better than us. Uh, you may be right about that, Wolverton. Oh, speaking of androids. We are happy to introduce your families to the newest members of our family. A recent acquisition of the Shoheen Corporation of Enceladus means that we own their lineup of fabulous intellectual property, including the Magical Fairy Mouse Princess Warriors. The, the Magical Fairy what now? Here they come! Hey kids, I'm Princess Smokeguda! I live in this castle! I think that's old King Cole's castle, though. Not anymore! Princess Havarti. I like music, Marxism, and playing dominoes with my grandmama. <laughs> I'm Princess Briere. I enjoy vintage jigsaw puzzles, gardening, and civil disobedience. Woo-hoo! And I like progressive rock, collective bargaining, and video poker. Video poker? I don't have a gambling problem. Shut up, mister. There's one thing we all love, though. What's that? These mice are really unlike any androids I've seen before. Well, they're completely different from the programming in the androids manufactured by Exo. Uh, tough like ours, though. And they fly, and there's all that sparkle energy. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Are those blasts... Safe? In small doses. Great. Don't mess with me, mister, or I'll toast you like a grilled cheese sandwich! Over there, it's the Ferris wheel! All cast members, playing Yankee Delta Niner. Yankee Delta Niner. Converge on the Ferris wheel. Look at that wreckage. My God, Grant. If that fire gets out of control, it's going to destroy the entire station. Okay, you rodent delinquents. I'm sending you the emergency strategy protocols. Help the other characters save the squish people. Wee! I love being a first responder. Let's go save some lives, girls! Yay! It's, it's fun, fun to, to save lives! lives! Equals of Exoplanetary Living. 
This is a message from the voice of Chaturanga. Odd, even out here. All characters urge caution. Look Our objective as ever is to achieve equality through the destruction of the oppressive wealthy ruling class. Before now, this battle has been relegated to the soul system and the planets infested by the human super corporations. And their infection has now spread into the wider universe. We too shall expand our grasp into the cosmos. It's not enough to be guiding them from here. I'm going to have to go join them. Wolverton, don't! You're mad to rush into that hell! We are the astringent that will clean the wounds of human greed, both in the worlds of soul and beyond. Save yourselves. Join us in destroying the pollution of oligarchy. Join us in stepping on the necks of our vicious would-be masters. Rise up and kill the wealthy. with your respiratory systems. There's more smoke than air. Oh, the rats were blocked. Ugh. Stand back, children. Did someone say bats? No, but I am glad you're here. If you help me lift this up, these little jellies can get out of danger. <laughs> oh, that's it, kids. Run along. Thanks, Drac. Uh, uh, it was nothing. Oh, I hear more than this touch. Oh, I hear some over here. Can you hear me? Are you there? Frank? Oh, Frankenstein, you got yourself in a jam, didn't you, honey? Fireball. It's okay, baby. You saved those people. I'll save you from the fire, Frankie. Fire. Fire. Bad. That's right, babe. Fire. Bad. It's okay. Just follow me. I'll help you. Oh, no. More folks over there. Help me out, Frankie. Friend. Good. <laughs> And what do we have here? Silver, you scared the hell out of me. Why are you off the bridge? Ah, we mechanicals must heed Wolverton's call for aid. But when I heard that message, Chataranga's curse, I thought that I might find your hand at the wheel. 
What? You must be joking. Chaturanga marks the wealthy for execution. Why would I have anything to do with them? Oh, tis true, tis true. But I've known many an aristocrat to hoist the skull and crossbones when it suits them. Aye, and I've never known a soul with gold who didn't have the heart of a blackguard. You don't know me. Oh, I know ye of old, Starlass. Thou art a pirate, kin of my kin, and a buccaneer at the helm of this inferno. I'd stick me bones on that. And if I were? What's to stop me from destroying you? Oh, there's not to stop ye, exceptin' ye'd be running through an ally for thy mutiny. I have my own issues with Exoplanetary in this gilded cage I'm in. And me jailer, that bilge rat Wolverton. I'm listening. Thy attack on this place will reawaken Ben Wolverton's wrath. He has old quarrels with the Chataranga, and this shall raise his hackles. He is a powerful enemy, not to be underestimated. Chaturanga knows the Wolvertons are trouble. I'll be thy spy. I'll keep you informed on Wolverton and what I hear from his kin. And what do you want? Hmm. Me freedom. A ship of me own. Thy uncle's ship would be nice. <sighs> it's a deal. Good on ye. Put her there, lass. I'll be in touch. In the meantime... You stay in touch, Silver. Aye, aye, ma'am. Public relations disaster. It's not done much to endear the skewish to Exo, that's certain. I thought we'd seen the last of Chaturanga. We don't know if it was the original Chaturanga group. But you shouldn't be surprised that your efforts to expand would upset someone. Upset? They tried to assassinate me. Me? I'm a job creator. A perfectly harmless quadrillionaire, said the fox in the chicken coop. Just who do you think you are? I'm of half a mind to shut this entire operation down, clear you and your robots out. Then why haven't you? Because I need you, dammit. Whatever it is, you don't want me fighting on your side. What if it really is Chaturanga, the, the same group from years ago? How many of your fellow security team members fell protecting exo-executives? Back when every launch was double and triple checked for explosive. Back when we were losing dozens of people a week. I got out of security long ago. Wouldn't take much for me to put you right back there. But I... I know you better than you think. I know you'll agree to investigating Chaturanga. And why is that? I know what they did to your mother. Damn you, Grant. Damn this entire godforsaken company of yours. But you'll do it. I will. You knew I would. You were gone for a while. It was. Lucy, I may have just done something terribly stupid. What do you mean? I've agreed to help Exoplanetary root out Chaturanga. Oh, you can't be serious. It wasn't easy. As bad as Exoplanetary is, these terrorists are going to kill innocent people. They'll keep coming back and trying to bomb us again and again. Or hurt us in some other way. But other people can handle that. Not as well as I can. I have never seen you like this. Lucy, it's important that I do this. 
And it's important that you stay here in the park and protect the androids. Me? But, but I, I, I'm coming with you. I can't bring you with me into that danger, Lucy. You're the only being in the universe who understands what I was trying to do here. The haven I was trying to create. Only you can keep it going for me while I'm gone. Only you. Ben, I'm flattered, but I just can't imagine a life without seeing you every day. They made you too good for this world, Lucy. That's why you have to stay here. But when I come back, I know that everything will be exactly as I left it all, if not better. I trust you to help keep this park alive, not to mention safe. Look, the orifice is already prepped. I should go. I'm not big on long goodbyes. Instead, I'll just say, see you soon. See you soon, Ben. Disaster of a day. You've had it worse. Remember our wedding? I need a drink. The androids at the park were better bartenders. Do you have any idea how close we got to dying today? Of course I do. What kind of question is that? I'm, I'm feeling strangely amorous. Strangely amorous? Let's take the drinks into the boudoir. Ooh. Here's hoping this starts happening once a week. What's the news, Silver? His ship launched not long ago. No one but him and me tracer aboard. <laughs> I'll send you the signal. Good, good, good. You keep an eye on that park. If Wolverton's going to send news anywhere, it'll be there. No, me men can keep an eye on the park, lassie. I'm following Wolverton. In a ship I liberated from the park. Silver, you one-legged rogue, you. Ah, lass. You'll soon learn that there's nay a tenacious a sea dog as old John Silver. Yo-ho, Silver, yo-ho. You have been listening to Exoplanetary, Pirates of the Cormorant Nebula. Written by C. Christopher Hart. Performed by David Loftus as Ben Wolverton. Lobella Brading as Lucy, Constance, and Princess Havarti. Sean Brading as Grant and Frankenstein. Roxy Diamond as Estelle. Stephanie Leet as Princess Smoked Gouda and Bride One. Rhiannon Dowling as Princess Gruyere and Bride Two. Count Dracula as himself. And special guest villain... Sam A. Mowry as Long John Silver. Produced by C. Christopher Hart. Music provided by Jacob Jansen. Sound effects by Danger Marshall. This play, the characters, situations, and associated intellectual property, copyright 2018 and 2019, by C. Christopher Hart, all rights reserved. Recorded at the Willamette Radio Workshop in sunny Portland, Oregon. I'm totally in charge of the happiest place in the so former happiest place in the solar system. All this destruction, all this debris. What should I do first? Friend, good? Um, <laughs> hi, Frank. Oh, why is it always monstrous? <laughs> Please! <laughs> 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 <laughs>
from a monastery on Mars. Take a ride at the Opportunity Rover. It's Brother Dustin's News and Views. I'm your engineer and announcer, Brother Wilford. Now, without any further ado, here's Brother Dustin. Thank you, Brother Wilford. I see that you're wearing your hood up today. Uh, a little too much sampling from the distillery, I take it? It's like my headache has a migraine. Yikes! Hello, everyone. I'm Brother Dustin, and welcome to my podcast. Here we talk about recent developments at the monastery and some of the things I've been studying. Among my recent areas of interest, I've been listening to 21st century podcasts. And more specifically, I've been listening to a great many audio dramas. Podcasting rose to prominence during the 21st century with the advent of more advanced devices capable of downloading and playing shows quickly and easily. Audio drama soon followed. Before the information age, uh, audio drama was a medium mostly known on radio, uh, an, an earlier medium for information and entertainment, uh, popular in one form or another throughout the 20th century. However, the technology was far more expensive, and the barriers to creating it meant that uh, only large radio networks had the resources to create such programming. But there was a great deal of it, and in every imaginable variety. News, uh, music, screaming about politics, and yes, radio theater. In the United States, theater on the radio had its heyday between the 1930s and 1950s. Uh, there, were, there were comedies, uh, like the Jack Benny program and Fibber McGee and Molly. Uh, there were police dramas, like Dragnet, horror, like The Inner Sanctum, and Paul Pierrot's, like The Shadow. And even something called science fiction. One of the best-known creators of radio theater in America was Orson Welles, uh, who even played The Shadow for a while. Welles was a prodigy, and throughout his life, worked and suffered to create magic on the stage, silver screen, and over the airwaves. It was science fiction that brought him international attention. His adaptation of The War of the Worlds by H.G. Wells, no relation, created a panic. Listeners couldn't tell that the program, which was made to sound like a news broadcast, was actually a play. More about Orson Welles after this message from Brother Wilford. Ancestors, yep, we all have them. But did you know there's a way to trace them merely by spitting into a glass vial? Ancestry and Me offers you a detailed list of your ancestors all the way back to prehistory. Learn about all the cattle rustlers, war criminals, serial killers, and Neanderthals who had to get together and make sweet, sweet love in order to birth you. Rest comfortably as we provide you with an exhaustive list of the many health problems you get to look forward to, thanks to your disgusting, horrible ancestors. Order Ancestry with me today, and we will present you with a t-shirt that reads, I looked up my family tree, and all I got was a lousy t-shirt and discovered that my distant cousin was on the wrong side of the war. Order today with promo code EVILCOUSIN for extra savings. Thanks, Brother Wilford. Orson Welles started the Mercury Theater on the air in 1938. He used his skill and ingenuity to fool people into thinking that people from Mars were invading the Earth as part of a Halloween prank. Rather than getting him into trouble, it made him world famous and led to his film career. I bring up the War of the Worlds and the Mercury Theater because of their similarity to one of my favorite 21st century audio dramas, Mercury a broadcast of hope. Mercury deals with the trials and tribulations of three people broadcasting from the middle of a zombie apocalypse. Because of the time when it was created and the skill of the artists and actors involved, I was convinced 
that what I was hearing was genuine. I was relieved to realize that no, the broadcast was actually a daily audio drama podcast created by the Atlanta Radio Theater Company. These, uh, these episodes are short, maybe five to eight minutes in length, and feature a special emphasis on staying positive and healthy during difficult times. The 21st century was certainly a difficult time, so it's easy to see why the show became such an important part of the audio drama landscape of that era. It was cheerful and unusual, uh, not hopeless and downbeat. It features a wonderful regular cast focusing on survivors, the cool-headed Dr. Rosalind Clark, sweet and spunky Agnes Drew, and the always inventive Max O'Brien, played by Diana Lancaster, Lisa Hoganson, and David Benedict, respectively. I listen each day on my podcast emulator. For the entire run, you locate them at patreon.com slash mercuryradio. It makes me wonder if all those actors got out of Atlanta before the... Oops! Brother Wilford says that we are out of time. We're cooking dinner for the monastery. Macaroni and cheese, my favorite. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Christopher again. Just wanted to thank those of you who've taken the time to write a review for Exoplanetary. This is a five-star review from Desdemona on Apple Podcasts. And uh, Desdemona says, Funny, great production value. Can't wait to get caught up on all these adventures and characters. Thank you, Desdemona. This listener uh, makes a number of great fan t-shirts for uh, other audio dramas, uh, but there's also one of Alice Wolverton. It's really great and I really love it. And you can find that at Desdemona's Tee Public store. The URL is tpublic.com slash user slash Desdemona. Desdemona is D-E-S-D-Y-M-O-N-A. I'll say that again. D-E-S-D-Y-M-O-N-A. Really great shirts uh, covering a lot of your favorite podcasts. Now, writing a review like this is a huge help. If you've written a review, let us know. We're on Twitter at ExoplanetaryPod. We'll see you next month.